Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist? type A hyper performer, then you know what it is like when your perfectionism is a constant god-awful companion. But it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. In this episode, you are going to learn how you can take some of your most annoying, grating, oh, I wish that these would be gone, perfectionistic tendencies. I'm going to teach you how you can find a place for them to flourish so that you are owning your perfectionism instead of it owning you. A key difference between enduring your perfectionistic tendencies and enjoying your perfectionistic tendencies is figuring out a playground for them to come alive. So like think about your perfectionistic tendencies. Is it people pleasing? Is it being super controlling? Is it being rectally clenched about everything? Is it not starting? Like you go out, you like buy all the things, you're so ready. Maybe you have a craft room, aka your museum of possibilities, but you just don't actually like do the thing. You're like getting ready to get ready to get ready. You're making a plan about a plan about a plan rather than doing the darn thing. Just think about what are some of your perfectionistic tendencies? Is it doing something and then redoing it and redoing it? You do it and then you're like, oh, I just need to do some more tweaks. I used to do that and used to drive my team crazy. So think about what those are and then Think about what is the satisfaction? Wait, okay, so I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna give you the step-by-step of what it looks like, but first I wanna give you a bit of background as to why this is important and vital and a key, key missing element. If you're like, I'm hashtag recovering perfectionist and it still feels like I'm fighting against myself. If that's you, go on over to CourtneyLeGavin.com slash accelerator because we can clear that up for you right quick. And also, I bet this might be the missing piece for you. As children, we were all children once. That's something we all have in common. There's a need to play. I just walked by a a playground in my neighborhood. There was a sweet little two-year-old girl on there in the sand, climbing on things. The truth is, being human beings, which we are, we never grow out. That need to play and experiment and discover that never goes away. We might think that it goes away. Maybe maybe you think it went away when you graduated high school and you stopped having physical education or playtime went away. Now it's like adult time and it's like really serious and we need to be like adulting. That isn't true. Like from a neuroscience perspective, that play, the novelty, the discovery. This is why video games are so increasingly popular. Because it's play. It's play. It's it's fulfilling all of the core human needs in a virtual setting. So that play aspect is essential. It's just like breathing. 
and sleeping and nourishing yourself and being in community with other people. Play. Yes, play. And I bet if you're anything like the clients inside of the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, my one-on-one coaching container, then you are probably really serious. Like you don't want to be, like you're, you're naturally more of a playful, charismatic, colorful human, or you were at one time. But the narrative inside your head, very serious, very serious all the time. My first coach would talk about mine and say, Courtney, please try not to be so rectally clenched. She was British. So notice the seriousness going on. Ask yourself, what are you doing to play? I have a lot of times when perfectionistic, driven, ambitious, high achievers come to me to rewire their perfectionism. They'll say, I, I, I don't know what's fun anymore. You know, there's like what's fun for my partner. There's what's fun for my kids. There's what's what's fun for my patients. But I, I don't know what fun is for me. I have fun doing things, but th- those are few and far between. It's like on vacation when you go kayaking. It's not like a regular occurrence. Play isn't something that is like washing your face, where if it were, then your perfectionism would be more of a playground versus a prison yard. So play is essential. And creating your playground for yourself, it's not an actual playground, metaphorically, where you're in the resilience zone is key. The way that you do that is step one, you think about your perfectionistic tendencies. Step two is You're like, what are the qualities about these that I love? For my client, Whitney, for example, she loves the preciseness of her perfectionistic tendencies. She loves having a vision and bringing it to life. She loves making her environment and the ambiance around her, improving it. She loves doing things for her family and and the people she loves. She loves setting a wonderful example to her daughters. That's what Whitney loves. But the way that her perfectionist tendencies before coming to me to rewire her perfectionism, it was that she she planned every single like a vacation. She would have everything scheduled with like barely any free time. She would be very, very controlling about, okay, you know, this is the way that we need to do things, and this is the way that we leave the house, and these are the steps. And she found herself getting frustrated and flustered with the tiny humans that she loves so much, and that when she saw little children or parrots, they mimic us, and when she saw that her six-year-old was exhibiting some of her behaviors when she had a friend over for a play date their plain house she was like I don't I don't I don't want to be that I don't want to be that mom she's like I want it to stop with me I don't want my children to inherit the maladaptive version of these perfectionistic tendencies I want them to see me thriving and flourish because that is the fastest and the most efficient and the best way if you want your children to flourish and thrive It's not what we say. It's literally what they see us do. And that's at all ages, but especially when they're younger. But even if you have adult children, same thing. So with Whitney, what we figured out is that doing home improvements brings all of her perfectionistic tendencies where they get to play. And it's a controlled environment. 
where she gets to be really precise. Like when she's doing wallpaper, that totally gets to come out. When she's grouting tile, she gets to do that. She gets to have the physical, you know what I mean? Like it's very calming for her to lay out tiles. Sometimes if her daughters want to help, she will give them a little project to do. So that way she no longer freaks out about, oh my gosh, they, how can they use a drill? She's showing her three young daughters that, hey, yes, we can do things. We don't need to wait. We don't need to hire. You know what I mean? Like we can do this. You can create. You can do these things. Whitney was telling me it's so cute when her daughter, you know, she's like, my mom built that shelf. Her daughter's proud for her mom. And that can be your story, too. Maybe your thing isn't like Whitney. It's not like, okay, so every perfectionist needs to get into home design or to pottery or to... No, but it's like, find a place that your perfectionistic tendencies can come out. And I know, I know, because I know you and the way that your perfectionistic, brilliant brain works, you're going to be like, well, what is the thing? Like, what is the thing for me? The way that Whitney found this out and the way that you will find this out is by experimenting. Whitney tried a lot of other things. She tried hand lettering. She tried, I'm trying to think what else she tried, cross-stitching. She tried a weaving on a loom. She tried percussion lessons. Like, she tried stand-up paddleboard surfing. Like, there were a lot of different experiments that Whitney and I did together to find her sweet spot of what it was. It was also Whitney's willingness. The way that she found that willingness was through having CLG, a dedicated one-on-one coach, to make it less scary, to help her when she was in the car, freaking out about going in the water and her postpartum body and all of that stuff. Just think about it like you're cooking a recipe. There's a lot of experimenting before you get like your signature recipe down. It's like, oh, this is too salty. Oh, this is, you know, burn, burn that batch. Same thing. And if you have difficulty with the experimenting, if you're like how I used to be and how so many one-on-one clients inside of the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator are, it's new to you to experiment, to not do something that you're exceptional at the first time or to do something that there's uncertainty around. That's okay. That's okay. That's why the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator exists. You have a contained, safe environment where you're running experiments every week. And every week something shifts, changes, expands, etc. Yeah. So find your playground. And if you need help finding your playground, I would love nothing more than to help you do that inside the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. If this episode resonated with you, which P.S. It did. If you're still listening, come on over. I dare you to reach out to me today, CourtneyLoveGavin.com, and let's get it going. Let's all leave our prison yards and go to the playground, okay? Enjoy instead of endure. Listen up. Taking charge of your perfectionism is so much easier than you have been led to believe. Whether you want to stop playing out worst-case scenarios in your head or be joyfully present ambitious again, you don't need more rigid rules guesswork, or hard work in perfectionism recovery. You need a framework that helps you understand and most importantly, rewire your perfectionistic habits from the inside out. It starts with my six-week Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. Besides the obvious mental health and wellness benefits, rewiring your perfectionism is the fastest way to figure out what's really underneath your perfectionistic patterns. This radically different, proven, proprietary approach helps you succeed by 
dropping the contempt and judgment that blocks change. Discover how to trust yourself, take control of your world, and feel truly empowered to own your perfectionism instead of being owned by it. Head on over to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator and start your transformation today.